Welcome to Lee. Not Thunder. I am a shooter. I've got the stats. I've got Thomas Schooley, and we've got a playoff hockey team this year. That's right. The Lightning have clinched the playoff spot. You know what that means. We've got to do a toast. We can't stop their tradition that started about this time last year. We've got to do a toast to the Bolts. So we're going to do that in five minutes. Get your drink ready. You can be drinking beer, wine, shots, 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 Coca-Cola, Diet Coke, uh, whatever you want. We've got to raise our glass to the Lightning. Despite their recent struggles, the Bolts are in the playoffs. All right, boys. Um, we got a lot to talk about tonight. And, and we got rookies scoring their first goals. We got fancy dancy rings. We got the team clinching the playoffs. Um, what do you think about tonight's game just to kind of start it off? Good stuff. I mean, yeah, overall positive stuff to, to see there. And I uh, like, like to see the physical play getting out there on the quick early goal from Cherney, which again, just, uh, you know, reinforces the point I was making about when him and McDonough were out and how that was one of the biggest problems with this team. And you see how much they've come back and contributed to the offensive side of the game since they've both been back healthy playing regular. Uh, Keller getting back in there doing what he does, deflecting on power plays. Uh, ABB gotten his second goal now too with the rookie. Uh, point out there finally, uh, I guess, decided to turn the on switch on again. And uh, I guess they just needed to see those rings to get re-inspired, right? Because tonight they looked like they were ready to play these last three games. I think they did. I think actually having those rings presented to them towards the end of the season really reminded them what they're fighting for. And seeing that whole, um, I don't know if anybody got to um, actually see they each ring when you opened it up had a monitor inside that played a video um and it recapped all of last year to the players um and they actually played that at the arena this past sunday but it was really cool to see that replay that each guy gets and they had a tv screen built in there for the largest stanley cup ring ever the only one that opens up into something um it was it was definitely a remarkable one of course it's very expensive for all of us but i think hey, I, twice, priced it. I priced it i think point really has stepped up and realized he is the leader of that team right now i, I think agree. he was i think he was backing off for headman and no no knock off of headman because really he is the the next man up, so to speak. Leads but, the I team think, but I think we saw that, um, I want to say last game, where Point was doing everything. He was feeding the assist this game, feeding the assist, scoring the goal. Um, he's really became the old Braden Point and was looking playoff form um, tonight. Well, I said it. Let's uh, let's get ready for these shots. I, I notice how Tony Vasquez seems to only show up when it's like when it's uh, time to toast the lightning. This guy, he's always ready to have a drink. So anyway, pour yourself a drink. I'm gonna have. Uh, I just happen to have a little peanut butter whiskey, some screwball. So uh, that's what I'm gonna wet my whistle with. I know Thomas has the the diet uh, Coca Cola, his go to, 
And then the stash, who knows what this man has? He's got some absinthe or something. Oh, no, it's just a nice signature 12-year bourbon. That's all. Oh, that's all. That's all. As he uh, twiddles his whiskers uh, (laughs) and drinks. So, um, yeah. So, for anyone that doesn't know and doesn't remember, last season we were doing this show during the playoffs. Every time the lightning clinched, we had a toast to that next round. So, the lightning have clinched their spot in the playoffs. We will not have another toast until they clinch their spot in the second round of the playoffs. So let's enjoy this one right now to the boys, different team from last year, John Cooper trying to keep the ship straight here. Uh, Any other words for this toast boys? Let's do it. Welcome back coach and stammer. Back to back. Cheers. There we go. All right, got peanut butter. Woo, nothing good stuff. All right, so back to tonight's game. Real quick, I'm trying to, as you can tell, I'm trying to get into real quick. Do you have breaking news? Cooper just said Savard was only held out for minor ailments this time of the year. If you get a chance to rest some of them, you do it. He will play next game, he expects them to play next game. All right. So they just gave him a rest. We, yeah, we don't need another him. nagging injury on that blue no. line right now. When we finally started looking healthy back there. Yeah, and look at Chicago tonight. They were down to four, four D-men tonight. So, uh, yeah, we don't need that situation at all. You were right, Stash. Anyway, I'm trying to get in to playoff form here. There you go. Now my uh, camera's not working. No, you don't but, like the, you know, I've got the flag going. We've got the, the toast. And we're going to do – we're getting ready for the playoffs. You know, I broke out my championship shirt. You're you're ready. We're gonna do the um we're gonna do the game breakdown of tonight. I want to break down tonight's game because this is you know, we're getting ready. We're yeah. we're in the playoffs. We need to be ready for these post-game shows after every game. Yeah, stretch it out. <sighs> stretch it out. Thomas, I know you were stretching before uh we went live <sighs> here, but yeah, we need to be in um in mid-season form for the playoffs, and we're just not. We're just not. We've been doing this yeah. whole weekly thing. So what I want to do is I want to break down tonight's game. And it was actually a pretty good one, a pretty good game to break down until the third period kind of lagged a little bit. But the Lightning, uh, Vassy back in net. Uh, Vassy, 10-0 and 0 <laughs> versus the Blackhawks. The Blackhawk yeah. killer. Uh, yeah. He's been shaky these last He's couple of games. He's been looking I, shaky. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there's an injury there. Um, that he's holding out on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If, I, I don't know what it is, man, but I'm just saying. Uh, I, I honestly think it's just he's human. We forget or they're sometimes tired. that he's human. And that's what I think. I think he's probably just a little bit tired. Even though McElhenney got plenty of games, sometimes rest can make you more tired than playing all the – you know what I'm saying? Like that adrenaline, that kind of routine, like you get into the, the like the zone and the groove and you're just playing every day, every other day in the playoffs early in the season. Uh, maybe he had a little bit too much rest, you know? Maybe it's making him a little bit more tired this time of year. Uh, but now that we've clinched, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see a little bit extra McElhenney here. Uh, and maybe he does get like maybe two games off in a row or something like that, uh, depending know, on what it's going to look fighting, like. They're fighting for that second seed, which is home Why? ice advantage. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. guess you know, I guess home ice. 
does matter now again this season. I, you know, I kind of got used to not having to worry about home ice last year. Um, so I guess that kind of matters, you know. Um, but I mean, you're just going to play the same and, team no matter what. And still have a chance to kick, take over first place. That's we're, true. We're, we, we are still within striking. We're three behind all. Carolina. And technically, yeah. even though in the standings, it shows the Panthers ahead of us, they're, we have two games in hand on them. So we can actually finish three points higher than them, but right. more right. because we still have two games against them. So, right. So we since we'd be what seven of them on them, technically. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they rest Vassy. Uh, it, it depends if they want that number yeah, one yeah. or number two seed. That's a really good point, and I didn't really think about it with with the home ice and stuff, and that there will be fans, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them opening up a few more seats for the playoffs whenever you're starting to see Jacksonville have a full capacity event at, for UFC. Um, you know, WrestleMania was a little bit higher of attendance. We didn't see a spike after the Super Bowl, uh, as people were expecting. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a little more, a little bit bigger fan presence. So yeah, you're right. You know, home ice and, is something to definitely think about. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you how it's going to go down. Um, we have two back-to-backs left this season, and Curtis McElhaney is going to play two more games this season. Possibly. I mean, last show. back-to-back, Vassie played both of them. Right. That's true. Right. That's true. And John Cooper <laughs> like gave, gave the fans a big F you. He's like, I do what I want. Vassie ended up losing that second one, but then McElhaney won that, won that game that he farm. started after that. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's still a two out of three anyways. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, you realize here's how not in playoff form we are. Actually, we do this every single game probably right. that we do the breakdown. I didn't even get to the first period. <laughs> I didn't even get to Savard with Scratch today, but we kind of talked right. about that already. You have the update that he's fine from Cooper. By the way, for anyone joining us, you missed the toast. So have, have yourself a drink. And why are we toasting? Because Lightning have made the playoffs again. Back in the playoffs, going back to back. Um, I watched the game actually on the uh, Chicago feed. I, I was mm. just like, you know what? Shooters got to change it up sometimes. Shooters got to oh. got to hear what the enemy's saying. Uh, and by the way, what a what a lackluster <laughs> contest that was. They were on, um, luckily not on Bally Sports, which I heard is a nightmare <laughs> right now, uh, as far as their app. Yeah, but it wasn't good. Chicago has um, an NBC Sports. They have their own version of NBC Sports, which I guess big cities like Chicago get. So um, I noticed that. By the way, we're going to get to the broadcasting stuff because this is one of the last games I'm going to watch on NBC Sports as far as hockey goes. And I think NBC Sports is going away. But let's we're going to get to that. We're going to get to the broadcasting stuff. Um, so Eddie uh, Olchek or whatever his name is from NBC Sports is like their day-to-day broadcaster, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and their play-by-play guy, like this guy came from like the sewers of Chicago. You can just tell this guy. Maybe maybe he came out of that bean that everyone goes and takes pictures at. Like this guy is straight from the bean. <laughs> he sounded like a bad guy, super villain kind of announcing their games. Like, hey, I'm going to get a good stand. And Kane takes a shot. And doesn't make it. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, I was dealing with that all game, and uh, honestly, I didn't get much of a different perspective. They they had a lot of respect for the Lightning and, and Vassy, and they were saying even Vassy had an off game uh, after some of these uh, goals he let in. 
Anyway, um, start the game. The Lightning start off early, getting two really easy goals. Cernak, uh, you, talk, you talk about an off goalie. That, that was a pretty bad shot uh, that, that slipped through the five hole there. And then Gord off the Sergachev pass. Uh, Sergachev had a great game tonight. Um, so that, that puts the Bolts up 2 nothing pretty early. Bolts end up getting three straight penalties. Foot uh, gets a a pair. Cernak gets a pair. But oddly enough, the Blackhawks did not score on those power plays. And and actually, the Blackhawks didn't score at all. It was a a, uh, Coleman to Goodrow or Goodrow to Coleman special there for Chicago's first goal. (laughs) Oops. Um, So so the Bolts give one away, and uh, it goes to two to one. And then our boy, second straight game. Hey, maybe he's starting to find his game. We were talking smack about him a little bit last week, but ABB gets on the board again. Second straight yeah. game, second career goal um, on, a, on a rebound, I believe it was. Uh, but it puts the Bolts up 3-1. to one. Then we see a, a big-time heavyweight matchup, Shen, uh, drops the gloves. Uh, I think before the puck drops, and then they go, oops, let's wait. Yeah. And then do it once the puck, the puck get, is dropped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was that was the one where, yeah, it was actually right after the goal, and you just knew it was coming, right? Yeah, um, so that hit uh, that he had uh, just a few minutes earlier in the game, nice hip check, actually, I thought, really clean hit. Uh, I mean, it's interference, but, I mean, by this much and like two years ago it wouldn't have been interference so uh <clears throat> yeah definitely some physical play some physical reaction and that abb goal too i mean it was on a rebound but he started that play uh and him and point looked really really good Pilat actually was looking really good even though he didn't really get on the tally sheet uh as much as he could have tonight he he had yeah, just not quite the great puck luck but he was there uh, that line played very, very well tonight. And, yeah, you know, ABB, step it up, man. I don't know about superstar level yet. I think people still need to pump the brakes a little bit uh, on that note. But he's definitely looks like he's finding his NHL speed uh, well, and his NHL always, game. That's you know. always been the the word on ABB is once, he's, once he fires off that and gets it in the net, he's, he's – going to do it a lot i mean when we sent him back to syracuse after his first stint i think he scored in all six games that he had went sent down to syracuse um and that's why they brought him back up so one now that that monkey's off his back but he's not gonna be in this lineup come playoffs yeah i don't think so if he keeps scoring goals he will be they'll they'll find a way to to put him in there Uh, who you said tyler I mean, yes. if Tyler hasn't sat now, <laughs> yeah. when are you going to sit him then? I mean, I don't know. No, if, if know. ABB, it's the same thing with Ross Colton. I mean, if these guys keep scoring goals, they're going to find a way to, to keep those guys in the game. I mean, what about Maroon, right? Like, can they afford to keep Maroon in the game? I mean, he brings a different style of play that you kind of need in the playoffs. Listen, but you, we want him – on the ice in the playoffs, one hundred percent. I've been watching him. I've been watching him the last couple of games, and he still does the best work around our own net out of any forward. Period. He he is the most responsible, and he always makes sure that puck is going to the right place. And you can see them bring the physical game back. 
Yeah, you can yeah. tell that that's. I think that's what they realized they were missing in those losses. We have three game, three wins in a row now, and they have been. Each one has gotten physical. Sunday wasn't as bad. But you could see them hitting people. Yeah, it's the right kind of physical. We've always talked about this team. Like, they, you can go out and just go balls to the wall and just start smashing people around. But a lot of times that comes at, at a loss for your fundamentals because you're not mm-hmm. really starting to pay attention to fundamentals. You're out there trying to hit harder. You're not looking at the puck or where that puck's going to go after the hit. So it's all about the right type of physicality, you know. And even that Chernak fight later in the game, the same thing. Like, that was from earlier in the season or whatever. And I thought it was funny when they were following up by three goals later in the second, and uh, it didn't seem like it was much of, much of an effect. That's when Chernak was like, all right, let's settle this. You know, it's the last game. We're playing Chicago of the season. Oh, you know, so. But that's the kind of mentality you want to see this team have going in the playoffs. And those are the guys that, that matter, you know. ABB, uh, Colton, yeah, they're scoring goals, but you want your veteran playoff experience guys in this lineup next season these guys are this he's like these guys are clearly going to be the future of this team do i believe that they're part of the playoff picture this year i i really don't know it really depends on what happens with stamkos for sure and and kucherov looks like he's ready to come back any day if, if it wasn't for the salary cap i think he probably would already be back well they so, said no he's not cleared for contact yet but have they even had him evaluated to be cleared for contact is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? He probably could be cleared for contact. They just haven't had somebody come give him his physical yet because they know no matter what, you know, he, 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 right. There's, there's right. So, so I don't know. There is, there isn't, I don't know, but I'm just saying like, that's to me, the biggest thing is where those guys land. Um, and, you, I mean, it's a little bit telltale. We, you know, Stevens hasn't been able to get back up in the lineup and everything because these guys are playing so well. So, you know, maybe that is your your supporting evidence, there, shooter, that these guys are going to be part of the playoff picture. Uh, regardless, here we are sitting again, coming in the playoffs, talking about how stinking good <laughs> and how deep this team is offensively, and if they can just get it right, this team is uh, borderline unstoppable. When Vassy's right, too. Yeah, I agree. Um, unless they do some stuff like they did when Chicago scored their second goal. And I guess you could say the first goal, too, when they kind of scored well, for Chicago. But the yes. second goal, it looks like the Blackhawks go offside. The Lightning kind of stopped skating. Stop. And I don't know if, like, Vassy stopped on this, but he got beat. That that goal kind of, like, trickled over the goal line. Um, and all of a sudden, it's 3-2. to two kind of at the end of the, the first period. And I'm thinking like, hey, I thought we had a good period. How's it three to two? We scored, you know, three pretty good goals, even though we got outshot 18 to 11. It was a really weird period. Uh, five goals, four by the Lightning. And uh, one of those wasn't even for the Lightning. <laughs> weird, weird yeah. period. Am I alone here in, in uh, my observation on that period? By the way, Stash has his ice cream. No, of course I do. He does after a big lightning win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so second period. I missed the first minute, but it seemed like Saban came in at, to uh, you know play goalie. It wasn't an injury, right? They pulled uh, their goalie, Lankinen. 
Yeah. Yep. There was yeah. okay. I thought it, for a second I missed like an injury in that first minute of the second period. But no, they made a really odd decision to pull Lankin in. He gave up three goals in the first, but, you know, I mean, we, we talked about the Cernat goal being a little bit ugly. The other ones you can't really blame him for. Um, I, I, think, so, yeah, I, I wonder if this is more about Subban and them trying to make him the future, right? Because that's like their plan. So I don't know what – I haven't followed them enough this, this season to know how much he's played or not, but – Maybe I think they're still trying to figure out. Like, we played them the first game of the season. They're like, we got three goalies. One of them's going to work yeah. out. I think they're at the end right. of the season. They're like, we got three goalies. Are any of them going to work out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, but I still think that they're trying to go in on him. So maybe that's why they're just like, hey, let's see what. And, I mean, mixed well, results. <laughs> the the Subban experience or experiment did not work. Nah. Uh, point with the wraparound. You had Coleman with uh, a nice pass from Tyler Johnson. Hey, we give Tyler Johnson's props on this show when when uh, he earns he, them. A beautiful pass to Coleman there for an easy layup. Um, and then that's when we saw that Chernak and Connor Murphy, uh, another heavyweight fight. And um, I don't know if they said it on um, Bally, Florida, or whatever the hell they call it now, but that was actually a repercussion from earlier in the season when Murphy yeah. lit up Cernak, and I think he got injured in that hit. Yeah, he did. Um, That's when he went I up. guess this was, this was kind of the, the – eventually this was going to happen. They were going to throw down. Yeah. And they did, and I think Cernak won that fight. Oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was talking about. Like this is from earlier in the season, and they, I think it was cool that he, that he waited until what they were up by three goals at that point, and uh, it was the last game that we were playing this season. So, and he, I think he clearly would not fight. He landed a few uppercuts right at the beginning that I think rocked him, and uh, Connor never really re- recovered from that. And he still landed a couple watching, other. I hate watching these guys fight with. The other guys have visors on. You're going to break your hand fighting yeah. like that. And like I watched, like we saw the ring stuff and we're going to, we're going to pull up the ring here in a second. But like you see like the players posting them on Instagram and stuff and you see their hands, how they're Killer's like, knuckles. their knuckles are just freaking tore up. And I'm like, dang, dude, I didn't even see you getting a fight in the last month. <laughs> Chicago Scullies real quick. The three of them, Lincoln ends 2.95. Uh, GAA Subban is 3.03, and Delia is five goals even. <laughs> yeah, they've got they've got issues in Chicago, um, especially in that goaltending spot, and they've got a lot of players kind of dipping out. You know, Taze never came back, right? Uh, Seabrook retired. Andrew Shaw, I know he didn't play for the Blackhawks for a while, but he was actually who they interviewed at intermission because he just announced his retirement this week. I know we don't care about that here in Tampa. Screw that guy. Uh, former Canadian and, you know, Blackhawk. And we, we never yeah, know. We him. definitely don't like that guy. Never <laughs> liked him. But I guess he were kind of retired a lot because of uh, injuries, concussions, and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. So that's always, you know, never great to hear. Anyway, right. third period, not much to break down. Lightning uh, handled their business, um, end up winning this game. What was the final score? 7 4? Yeah, 7 4. Same as. So they did the, give up one. Get their goal. Score. They did score a short, or a, not a shorty, but uh, an empty netter. And that was, uh, uh, most goals of the season. Was right. it seven? Yeah, I think seven. Six yeah. with the pre- like they tied the previous high when there was six. So I think seven was a 
been the most of the season killer coming back off the snide was a great redirect doing what he does you know we talked about that earlier and then getting the empty netter so uh you know yeah lots of yeah, like about I, this I, game that's the one that's the one of second the, period that i skipped that was a smooth yeah. smooth deflection on the power play yeah. but he always Sergeyev. Yeah. Who? What, what was Sergeyev's line? He just had the two assists plus one. Um, pretty solid game. Twenty-five minutes skating. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's just getting better. That's like that's the crazy thing about it. We talk about Hedman, who still probably has at least I don't know three, four years minimum of his prime, and then Sergeyev's going to be hitting his prime here another three or four years. So. That's just it's been an off year for Sergeyev, hasn't it been? A little bit, but I and I'm wondering still, if that's still been he's, consistent. He's not on Hetty's line anymore. And I I think that has gotten in his head. And then I had tweeted um lightning inside Eric Erlson. I noticed um his ritual used to be that he was the last man on the ice. He always waited, and you always see that. Um I I had some people when I was talking about that was like, what do you mean last on the ice? Why does it matter? That is a superstition a lot of players have. You can you can Google it, and they actually have one where Marshan um, is playing rock, paper, scissors with somebody um, because he's used to getting off, but it was his away ice and, and stuff like that. Well, it was always Sergachev that was the last man on the ice for Tampa. No matter what, he would stay out there forever. And then I noticed about midway through the season, one of the games I went to, he's not the last man now. Now it's ABB's the last man off the ice. And it's it's his ritual. Like, he will circle around that r- rink waiting for Yanni to get off the damn ice. But And I had, I had tweeted Eric Arrelson, and he's like, um, he probably switched up two goals in one season, probably makes you start changing your superstitions. So uh, Eric Harrelson asked me tonight about his two assists, and he said they were on similar similar plays. He said on the first one he thought about shooting it, but realized he's only had two goals this season, so he's not much of a goal scorer, so he found the pass to Gord. <laughs> so at least he, he's realizing that it's just not going his way this year and try to try to pass it along, and it seems to be working. Yeah, and actually they're they're trying that kind of like backdoor pass deflection, whatever you want to call it, a lot. And they've actually been missing on it a lot. They they've had their fair share of misses more than they're scoring in the last couple of weeks. But I like that play. That that's always a, a, a sure thing goal if you can get your stick on it. Yep. So I wanna I wanna see them keep doing that. And yeah, I like our our D men having kind of that mentality to just wing it, throw it to net have someone get a stick on it or you know find that guy streaking in to score that backdoor goal and that's how our our boy abb got his first goal uh the other night so hey more the more power to him and by the way of course we, I, I was talking crap about you know abb being on that power play and of course he scores that power play goal although he had a lot of room that was a beautiful pass um but i'm glad i'm glad he's uh lighting up the lamp here and uh timing couldn't be better we need to kind of finish the season strong get back to our winning ways get our our two kind of studs back and then uh and then we'll have that great dilemma to have like 
we have too many good players. How yeah. on earth are we going to make them all happy? You know, it's like a jigsaw puzzle of uh, great uh, skaters. Yeah. Embarrassment of riches, as I like to say about this team. Um, all right. Should we look at that ring? Or anything else no, on today's it, game? Man. Uh, no, I don't. I really don't think so. Uh, I mean, I just I like to say you didn't get to watch uh, the local broadcast, but they were talking about Ingvall was talking about practices uh, leading up to this this series. Uh, I think even before Columbus, and he was just talking about how Cooper's just out there chirping at them faster, 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 get that puck up faster, because their a lot of their troubles were coming when they were being a little lackadaisical in their own zone and not really moving the puck right away and just kind of questioning or thinking a little bit too much instead of just making the play that they know to make. And uh, and I agree, man, because a lot of times they make – you see these guys kind of making some sloppy passes just because they think they're trying to make a, a play, if you will. And and I don't like that. I don't want to see you guys trying to make plays. Don't make plays, make passes. Passes lead to plays. You know what I'm saying? So especially with this team, because they are such a good passing team and they are so good with the puck on their stick as a possession team. So that was just, I like to see that. I like to see people say Coop doesn't make adjustments. Coop is this, Coop is that. Well, I mean, Tarana, this is just another version of Coop being able to read this team and know when he needs to start chirping, when he really needs to start riding them. And, well, he uh, said he said he starts to see fatigue. He said mm-hmm. he could see it in that, and I think that that second set of gas was from that ring that we're about to see. But your your point on passing, passing yes, but not too many passes. Sometimes we pass three or four times, and you miss that chance of scoring. When they're they're doing these one or two passes, they've been scoring. A handful lately that they need to just pass it and get it in pass it and get it in i'm talking about coming out of the own zone i'm not yeah. really talking about you know what i'm saying i'm talking about when they first get their puck in their own zone and in the neutral zone really is more of kind of what they're talking about uh but I, you know i agree with you it's all they they get try to get a little bit too pretty and a little bit too perfect when they're set up in the zone but uh but yeah i think that's a great segue though uh they had about the ring and the energy. So, uh, shooter, let's roll well, that here, beautiful ring I'll footage. I'll give you a sneak peek of I've, I've oh, actually got my I've purpose. actually got my ring already. The lightning sent it to me for doing all those podcasts that we did. So there it is. Yeah, I know it's tough to see because it looks invisible right now. My camera is as shitty as the stashes because it's the same one. Uh, just kidding. That is my 2004 replica ring that I still have. Wow. And I'm, I'm going to wear that for the run. I, I actually lost this and I found it recently. And Whoa. I was kind of, I wanted to go back and take a look at that. <laughs> That's so, crazy difference. <laughs> this, this wow. is the, the 2004 ring. Which is I wanted dope. to go back and see, to like, I totally forgot what it looked like. Yeah. A little bit underwhelming when you compare it to this year's version. Well, to this year, but on its own, I still think that's a dope-ass ring. But, I mean. It is. Yeah. I do like how they put the blue, uh, you know, whatever these are, yeah. uh, whatever rocks those are, on the cup. And then I love the little kind of like lightning bolt with the, the diamonds. And then I got yeah. another shot of the side. Um, but, man, yeah. this is, for, for the year, uh, it was okay. But, like, 
I was blown away. And I'm not even like a big ring guy. I was blown away by this. This, oh, this yeah. ring this is for sure. This is insane. This is insane. I mean, like it's like insane. Thomas mentioned, it's the only one that actually fucking moves. <laughs> like, like it's right. like a little decoder ring. <laughs> um and you can see there the 27 custom cut sapphires, 27 years as an organization, 79 diamonds brilliantly filling that Stanley Cup, um, 30 custom cut sapphires for the logo, and then 146 diamonds on the top. That thing is bling bling, 14 carat, 557 diamonds, 81 sapphires. 25 carats of gemstones. It's a nice looking ring. Um, and then, yeah, like I thought this was so cool. This this makes me worried. This is the kind of stuff I break. So I don't get stuff like this. But like the the whole cup there just rotates and you've got the hidden Stockholm stick and that little, that black sapphire, black diamond is what it is. It's supposed to be like the puck in the middle of the sticks. And for those that don't remember, I'm sure everyone that listens to this show and that's watching or, or watching right now, you guys all know the lightning kind of started the season with that trip to Sweden. And it seemed like so long ago because the season got delayed. But, um, you know, I, I guess that meant a lot to this team. That trip is probably where this team really kind of bonded as the individuals on that team and really kind of came together. And you know what? I'd love to have Greg Wolf back on here if we can get him on before the playoffs because he went on that trip. Yeah. Uh, and he did talk to us a little bit about that. That was about a year ago this week that we had him on the show. So we should oh, actually we should pull get, that up. Because yeah. he, he did talk a little bit about that. But I'd like to talk to him about more about that Stockholm trip because it really seems like that was a real kind of bonding experience. And Hey, look what happened um, with this team. And then the oh. sides, man, like, oh. look at that. That's it's just all diamond, bro. That two sixteen fourteen, it stands out to me the most. That's a crazy yeah. number to think yeah. about. That is just the number of overtime minutes played. Yeah. Um, that's incredible, man. Um but yeah, I mean, that's chose, right? I when I originally contract. saw when I originally saw this, I went, "What does that two sixteen fourteen mean? What does that two sixteen fourteen mean?" And I'm thinking <laughs> biblical, and I was like, "No, what in the world could this?" And then they came out with this little, "This is what everything represents." And when I saw that it was the overtime minutes, I was like, "Holy cow! That was a lot of overtime for them." There's a hundred. There's almost a hundred minutes of one game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the talking, first yeah. game. Like, like, come on, it started. It almost. I mean, so, but yeah. Every time I see that, I still get chills. Like, this whole ring is just badass. But that number, it just gives me chills to know, like, they played, like, almost four whole extra games of overtime. Like, and I guess the um, this this diamonds on the side is kind of a newer thing. Like yeah. I guess you oh, see that definitely. often, as as they say definitely. here, a true feat of engineering. Yes. Um, and then just like the little things, like the number inside. I love the numbers on There's the outside. There's a logo, too, yeah. Out with the with the different color, it kind of stands out. Yes, the and sapphire the gravy train on the bottom. Yeah. Um, man, it's using, like and well, and using the sapphires instead of just like like paint it or like you know what I'm saying, like some kind of lacquer or something for the blue. You know what yeah, I mean? No, it's a it's actual, color. Like that's it's, it's it's so sharp. It stands out so brilliantly. 
So yeah, amazing, amazing ring. And there's uh, the the top. Dude, um, that, that's the other crazy thing too. You look at the win loss for that, and they played that much overtime, and they still only lost four games. Like that's the other crazy thing about it. Like it's not like they yeah. went seven games in all these series. You know, like that. That's it's just sure. impressive. It sure felt like they lost more than six games, didn't it? It but felt like, like yes, because every loss to us felt like much. they they yeah. really kind of ran through that playoffs. And you know, obviously with all those playoff games, it could have turned out differently. But man, they they showed up last season, and then that's what we need them to do right now. And and hopefully, like you guys said, this really was that trigger, and and for them to remember, hey, remember the battles we went through. I mean, it, we kind of just said, that's, like, look how easy it was. That's what the coaching staff, instead of their coach. number on it, it said nice. coach on it. Nice. I don't want to share whose this is because people will start flooding his his social media. So there's a – I've been trying to cut things out just to show you. Here's also the video screen on the top. Hold on, I'm going to make you, you full screen. So there's the video screen on the top there, and it plays a whole video of a recap of the season um, for them. So wait, so they get the box that it sits in, and they open it up, and it's basically got like a mini uh, iPad mini in there that plays yes, that like plays. highlights on loop. <laughs> Let me see if I can do this without giving away too much of this person's social media stuff. Um, they posted it on social media. Isn't it like right. there? Like, yeah, um, like, theirs is kind of private. What's how does social media? Yeah, yeah, lift it up. Let's see when it opens up here. Uh, well, every time you I touch it, it, it's gonna stop playing. I know. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah, it's because it shows his name on the box. I don't even know if we'll be able to see it on the uh, feed. Our um, our podcast listeners are probably like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> there we go. Let's see. So when you open it, up, it's like a. Does it play music? Does it play Gravy Train when you open it? Play sounds of the season now. It just goes right into that video. Yeah. That's amazing, man. That they really. Uh, I mean, I guess. What, and then later on, it shows like fights against the Islanders and all kinds of stuff on it. Um, I'm, I can't believe the Lightning hasn't released it because they actually did on Sunday's game. Um, said inside each one of those boxes was a video recap in the season, and they played it on the Jumbotron on Sunday's game. Mm. Cool. All right. Well, uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about this evening, and that's going to be the. Um, the deal that went down it's going to be uh the nhl no longer on nbc nbc sports i believe is going completely bye-bye now uh i think they did make a run to get kind of this second uh tv plan but the nhl is going to find themselves some extra money because turner broadcasting home of the nba and actually i didn't realize turner has a lot of sports now. They got yeah. baseball, oh, yeah. basketball, hockey now. So they're becoming a sports empire. But man, it really worked out for the NHL because they've got this deal with Turner Sports now. And we already mentioned they'll and be back on ESPN, ESPN, the NHL next season. 
But and a lot of it is ESPN Plus driven too. So, and to, I know a lot of people are like, oh, just another subscription, but it's not that expensive. And if you're really into sports, I think it's a definitely worth that that subscription. So then it's yeah. also yeah. it also go HBO Max the the opportunity to stream things. So that would be another yep. streaming device people would have to service. No. But I think I don't think that's like mandatory. That's mostly like to get bonus. You know what I mean? To get yeah. like maximum exposure. And when you're already paying stuff cool. like that, you want center ice. So I think it'd be cool if they did like H- uh, HBO does for football and go to a team's training camp and show, you know, hard knocks. How about hard puck or something like that? And go in <laughs> hard puck. <laughs> well, right. come to, uh, well. well. Well, they do. They've done. They've done the road to the uh, Winter Classic before, or something like that. Unfortunately, Bally's is still going to be. I see Serena's oh, comment. Yeah, it's still going to be our local. Bally's will yeah, still yeah. be the local for now, for the next com- couple years at least. Will yeah. be so, the local provider. Yeah, and and nationally, it'll be ESPN slash ABC. E- ABC owns ESPN. It's all owned by Disney. And then it will be, um, I guess they have something going on with, like Stash said, ESPN Plus and, and Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you'll probably be able to watch live games. But we're talking about national. We're not talking about the Bolts games, which will be on Bally. But we will see a lot of Bolts on national. But now add to that, not just ESPN, but also TNT, TBS, HBO Max. So I would totally expect them not to play games on HBO Max. I think it's going to be right. like Thomas uh, said, some sort of like, you know, I, I think they've done the road to the classic before. I, I love. I don't know about you guys. I fucking eat that shit up. All, any kind of yeah. sports documentary, like um, you know, Hard Knocks was, yeah. is the HBO football one. The, the, one that the NHL did of them. for the playoffs. I watched that. Still, like, I, I mean, I think I just watched it last month with the for the Lightning and like. It's intense, man. It is. It's awesome. I love it, and I want more of it. So, bring it on. Yeah, yeah. And I think the the biggest deal with all of this that nobody really talks about is the the NHL made some serious money, which they yeah, needed. Man. And you know what? We're not. We're going to see the cap actually start to go up eventually, which the Lightning desperately need of course in this moment of time just like 2004 and 2005 the lightning are getting fucked over by the league in just the time of you know their success so i don't think it's going to go up next year it might not even go up the year after that but eventually you're going to see that salary cap go up because the nhl is going to be making uh, multi-millions of dollars each year from both of these big giant companies to broadcast their games. And you know what? I think it's also going to help the sport grow because it was always oh, kind of sure. buried on NBC. I don't think they did oh, yeah. a great job promoting no. the sport. Well, I think all. this shows what hockey has become. I think I by all these bids that came out and there's been different reports that like every single channel wanted hockey this year, Yep, that they yep. have realized how much this sport has grown and you can see decline in some of the other sports and well, hockey it's, has, it's, has stayed it's there. It's the last blue collar sport. It yeah. truly is the last real blue collar sport and America in, in its fervor to be great again is missing that kind of sport. And hockey is just sitting there waiting to go ahead and say, Hey, we're 
people have been bitching about fighting in hockey for 20 years. Do you think it's going anywhere? I sure as hell don't. And especially now, it's just going to become more of a draw. It's like the meme that we shared. I saw it uh, shared on the Shooter and Stash Facebook page about how, you know, in the NFL, punching someone in the face is a two-game suspension. And then the NBA, it's an 18-game. And then hockey, it's a five-minute minor. And then you're a five-minute penalty. Then you're back out there doing it again. You know, uh, people are drawn to that. And there's still an honesty about this league that I don't think – or authenticity about this league that I don't think necessarily other – links have anymore so yeah i mean and i think it's one season of full attendance league-wide of wide open being able to travel none of this realignment one season after that that's when the cap starts going back up again that's and all I, it's going to take you know i've taken two um co-workers to games this year um that have never been to a hockey game in their life aren't florida sports fans and they went there, and both of them were out of their seat. Like, I just took one to Sunday's game, and he's a Philly sports fan. Um, and then he's – but he's never been to a game. And we went to a Lightning game. And when Hedy scored in overtime, he jumped out of his seat and high-fived me. And he's like, it just felt right. <laughs> he's like, I can, he goes, I can imagine what this place would feel like with 19,000 people. He's like, even – even just the 4,000 that was in there, he said, was still exciting to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. it is it's a sport that you go to and you become hooked. Easy. Every time. We talked about that how many times on the show. Uh, not just this current iteration, but since day one of us doing any type of podcast, that is always a recurring theme on the show. And I, that's what I think is also cool because we have been doing the show for a few years now and that's something that doesn't change when you've seen how much outside influences have and other things have affected these other leagues uh and their fan base uh the nhl hasn't had any of that you know there's been a few things but even whenever there was the the moment of solidarity between the league and the players of color and all of that like i didn't see a lot of the fan base sitting there losing their interest i didn't see people boycotting i didn't see any of this it's because fans when you start getting into this game and you see the way these guys play and the way that they carry themselves on and off the ice you start to kind of understand that there's a difference in how they are and what they and so when they do something like that it means something it's not just oh i'm taking a knee because of this or i'm doing this well, because of the, you know what i'm saying like there, there's a difference get, hockey doesn't get political but they get political. They they right. will take a stand on something, but they don't need to put it in everybody's face and be like, this is what we're doing and yeah. this is what we're going to do. They will be like, we support everybody. Here's cancer night. Here's your pride night. Here's your black history night. Here's your autism military night. Appreciation. Here's your, right. Military appreciation night. Here's first responder night. Yeah. You know, they, they will do... They love their community. They love their fans. They know that their fans are all different colors, all different shapes, sizes, genders. They don't care. Nope. They don't care. Yeah. They just want to put on a good thing out there. And I talked to somebody um, at one of the last games, and they said the plan for Emily is 100% open next season um, with mass optional. Yeah. I think that's why I definitely think that's where we're headed by next season. And they've even talked about well, October 18th or 19th for the projected start date of next season, uh -huh. 
which is only like a week behind normal. Well, uh, so usually and, the and, six, so two weeks yeah, behind. Two, yeah, it's a couple weeks, but so it's yeah, so it's not going to be that far behind. Uh, and so, like I said, one season of really full revenue for these teams on on top of this TV money. This league could easily change uh, here in the next, you know, four to five years and, and really see a, a huge growth. Um, so it's pretty exciting, honestly, this TV deal. It's it's really huge. And I think it's something as fans to, like us for so long since the lockout in 0304 have been waiting for, you know. And I think we're going to get to the point where there will be a hockey game on TV every night. Every night, I agree. Especially TNT. TNT loves that stuff, right. man. With, with the different networks doing that and with now the streaming de- services and everything else, I think it's going to get to the point where there is a hockey game every night. You will be able to see every lightning game. Every It's going to be every night there's going to be hockey. Yeah. yeah, and that's what they need to do to, to get interest. But they also got to, like you guys were saying, they got to – get people to those games too. Um, So that's a little bit different to to get people in the doors. And that is not a problem for the Tampa Bay Lightning right now. No, no. All right. um, I have a game, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for next week. We got to, we're going to give you a cliffhanger. We're going to find out next week. And by the way, audience can play along on this game. So we're going to find out next week who the true lightning fans are and i don't even know if that's accurate we're gonna see if like who knows way too much about the lightning (laughs) it's gonna be uh what this game is gonna be about so um we we don't have any games the next couple tuesdays but i think we're still gonna stick to that and maybe grab some guests to jump on here before we hit the playoffs uh which are gonna be crazy because we will go live after every single game and those playoffs are gonna be starting here in uh two or three weeks so get ready, buckle in. Let's see if these boys can do this again. If uh, if they keep winning and uh, get on a little hot streak here going into the playoffs and get their guys back, Cooch and Stammer, uh, there's no reason these guys can't do it again. All right, anything else, guys? Don't forget these back-to-back games this weekend are at 3 p.m., both games. They're not night games. They're 3 p.m. games. So we have the home game on Thursday against Dallas at 7 and then we have the two back-to-back games against Detroit, the first and the second, and they're both three p.m. days games. Good call, good call. Couple uh, day games. Stash, anything else? Any final thoughts of of wisdom? No, man, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Um, rejuvenated, kind of. I didn't need the ring, but I, you know. Maybe a couple weeks off helped me refocus and get back ready for this push and uh, really get back into supporting this team again and getting ready. Like, I wasn't like, I didn't get to watch a lot of hockey for a couple weeks. So now that I'm back watching again, I'm feeling awesome. This team's looking better. And uh, yeah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to start getting into the grind because it was fun last season. And I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun this season, too. And if anybody watching or listening on the, wants to bias the rings we're we're okay with that <laughs> if you say Absolutely. you know what this is the best podcast around they deserve a ring too for supporting this team 
It was every if you, game. If you listen to last year, every time we called somebody out, the next game they shut us up. They've done that That's again right. this season. So I think we were actually part of that Stanley Cup team. So if we were quarantined right along with them. Yeah. I don't need the twelve thousand dollar one, although they're only making seventy-seven of them. It finally came out that it's a limited edition. Uh, seventy-seven take, of them. And on a heady. I'll take the seven thousand dollar one though. That's cool. I'm going with the seven thousand dollar one. I'll take the five hundred dollar one. Who wants a twelve grand one? Oh, and by the hey, way, listen, real quick, Satchman don't wear no silver. The lightning did give the girls all the wives and girlfriends a necklace, yeah. um, pendant. Everybody saw this on Sergeyev's uh, yeah. thing, and it was pretty cool at the game on Sunday. Sunday. I was sitting underneath or on top of Tyler Johnson's parents. Um, We're uh, sitting Barbara, on top of Tyler Johnson's parents. <laughs> Barbara Palat, um, Coleman's preg- very pregnant wife. Um, wow. Who else was right there? It was it was Palat's wife, um, Yanni Gord's wife, Coleman's wife, and then Sergeyev's girlfriend. And all of them had their husband's rings with them and they had their <laughs> things on. So people were coming that they knew and they were like showing them the rings and the, and the pendant. So it was really cool. The, the ladies were really happy to be showing them off too. Hell yeah, bro. Okay. You got to make the, the ladies happy. <laughs> what was, what was the total on that ring? Was it like a six figure ring or something? I don't, I can't remember what the actual, what the players rings cost. Yeah, I don't remember what it said. I want to real quick. I want to see what they they sent STMs something about the rings today, and I wanted to see um, if they were saying anything different about them. I know it said that there were only seventy seven of the replica ones, and you can enter their their drawing to get one um, seventy seven edition. Only 77 limited edition rings will be produced at $12,928 each, featuring 10 carats gold with the 225 diamonds and 80 created sapphires. And it's in honor of Hedman's, Conn Smythe. His, yeah, because he's Conn Smythe. He's the number. His you number. can purchase but, raffle tickets online through Tuesday, June 15th. 29? Um... And that's for a chance to win one of those rings. And then you can secure a ring. STM one, I think, is 500 bucks. Yeah, but you can go and customize that. Yeah, up to It's starting at 500. But yeah, Yeah. whenever I went and started messing around and put in all the options, it got up to seven grand real quick. I'll take the sterling silver and the cubic zirconian. Uh, I'm yeah. just gonna make my own this weekend. Little arts and craft project. That, that one right. from Wish looks pretty good. That says Glory on the side of it. <laughs> Serena, Serena says her in the chat that she thought it was 49 grand for that ring. To me, that seems pretty, pretty low. But yeah, what do so I know? Much, there's so many. Uh, there's so many a lot, diamonds. A lot of dude. carrots. Yeah, so many diamonds. That's a lot of diamond weight, carrot weight, and diamonds. Uh, even if they aren't like flawless, they're still that's a lot. Those are yeah. So and that's a heavy ring too. That's a lot of 14 karat gold too. So 
I don't know. Not your everyday I, ring. Regardless, it's insane. And uh, yeah, you can easily go get yourself a $7,000 replica ring. If you have that kind of money, personally, I'm trying to buy a boat. So, uh, <laughs> and upgrade the stash truck too. So uh, yeah, I got, and oh yeah. And also Mrs. Stash wants a pool. So there goes my ring money. <laughs> hey man, get your priorities straight. Hey, pools Ring, first. Rings first. And then you're going to have to get another one because they're going to do this again. They're going back to back. <laughs> Listen, if they go back to back, I'll get one next year because it's going to be even bigger. Yeah, like how would he do right. better next year? Like, didn't he just Two shoot rings. all of his stuff right here? on this like next ring next ring next year will be two rings if they go back everybody to back, gets like a, two rings, so a projector with their ring next year and, right. and like you're someone the bar pretty high yeah uh, i think you gotta if the you same time, one this year you've got to have two stanley cups on that ring front that's and usually like nfl that's what they do they add on the the trophies, so many trophies for, the bucks right. i expect them to have two of the uh, Vince Lombardi trophies on there. Um, but hey, we got to win another one to uh, get another ring. <laughs> and it's not yeah. going to be easy. Yeah. Um, all right, also, well, I, I don't think many of you know how much I spent on swag after we won the cup, too. Serena saying the ring's greater than the pool. Uh, I've barely had a place once Mrs. Stash found out, saw all the packages and started coming to the house. So uh, yeah, happy wife, happy life, man. I know my priorities. I have a lot of toys in this room that you guys don't get to see already. So, all right. Well, we got take us out of here, shooter. We've got what? We've got two weeks. Actually, it might be three weeks because we might finish before some other teams finish their regular season. So we've got two or three weeks. We let's just let's just enjoy these because, oh, as yeah. you guys know, it's going to be stressful in the playoffs. We, uh, those those are the games where we're sweating and we're biting our, our fingernails and we're hopefully not going to 200 minutes of overtime. Um, but yeah. hey, we're yeah. in it, and guess what? When you win it or when you're in it, you can win it. So right. that was the first step in this, this journey for them to go back to back, and uh, hopefully the ring clinching the playoffs does light a fire under these guys. And I think you're going to still see this team really compete and try to get that first seed, especially a lot of these young players that want to be on this team for this playoff run and actually want to be playing on the team for the playoff run. So I think we're in for some good hockey here for the rest of the season. Uh, let's just stay healthy. And uh, Unfortunately, fans, they only control their destiny for second place. They can easily get second. First place is not out of range yet, It's right? not, but they do not control that destiny. Florida has to lose. No, not Florida, Florida, Carolina. 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 Oh, Carolina. Sorry, yeah, Carolina. Carolina is ahead of us in the standings, but they have two more games played than us. We can actually finish um, seven ahead of them or five ahead of them. Premature. Premature. Premature horn. Premature hornation there. I hate how, like, I'll add that sound effect and it just plays a hair trigger. It's a hair trigger, son. It's a hair trigger. All right. Well, we will be back uh, next week. Until then, enjoy the week of Lightning games. We actually didn't. This is the first show this all season. We didn't actually go into who they play next week. But, Tom, as yeah. you mentioned, the two Sunday games, they play Dallas on Thursday. And then they have another game, I think, on Friday. Monday. No, no, no. Su- no Saturday, no, Sunday. Games. Okay. Yeah. Su- Saturday, Thursday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Meet us back Detroit. here on Tuesday. 
we'll play some games. We'll have some fun. Until then, this has been We the Thunder. Don't forget to be the Thunder. Thunder.